Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Starting off with a picture of a free Gemara campaign. Takes up most of the guy's window. I wish I had more of the, the storefront. I don't know what it is, the name of the store. The Coney? It's like in Brooklyn, I think. He definitely has an A rating, the store. Maybe we'll get a better picture. Now, I got to show you this uh, video here. This is a Belzer Chassid. You got it? You got some volume? Hi, Ravelli. You just want to wish a Mazel Tov. And this is my name, Yaki Bell from Barbara and Belzer Chassid. Just wind. Uh, what is the quiz that you wanted to ask? Third uh, time. There's a quiz. What's the quiz? What's Ellie's best birthday present? Best birthday present. That's what I wanted to share. So I have a friend of mine that I learned sometimes, Shabbos and Shul, we do Chazar and Badaf. He learns by himself. I saw him yesterday with the MDY mini Gemara Arts Pro. I asked him, what's this, Nissen? He said, actually, I didn't have permission to say his name. So an MDY spirit, Nissen Ringle, Delta Chastrobar. Time out. I just noticed something. Time out. I just noticed that behind him there's a screen with the sheer playing. I didn't realize that. Interesting. Oh, sorry. I got all excited. I didn't see this before. Pro asked him, what's this? Nissen? He said, actually, I didn't have permission to say his name. So an MDY spirit, Mr. Ringle, Delta Chastro Barber. I saw him learning Gemara. And asked him, he said, yeah, I joined this week. I asked him, wow, who introduced you? I said, well, I saw it in your status. And that's uh, where status comes into place. So Mazel Tov, happy birthday. Status. And I wanted to wish you and all the MDY Chassidim a very hard Mazel Tov. We should be able to continue. Did he mean Chassidim, Chassidim, or Chassidim of MDY? Can I ask you a, a quiz? Sure. All right. What huh? is the future character? Unique. What's it the uniqueness is. about a future character to be designed? Right Yogi, behind him, there's a screen of the email. sheer playing over and over on a loop. Look at um, that. Go ahead. Suggest You don't know. Okay. Tell me the answer. Something about a tzitzis with a zipper. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. All that right. one. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that. <laughs> scrap, scrap. Okay. Gary. All right. A boy size status. You see, he put it on a status. He got another chassid. Beautiful. Please see attached picture with fellow MD Wires, Avi Kamiansky and Eliezer Gross at the Skokie Yeshiva Centennial Celebration in Teaneck, New Jersey. I sung your, pra- I sung your praises to, Rab- to the Rav of your former Kiela in Lincolnwood, Rav Chaim Tversky. I also try to recruit several people there, including Avi's law partner, Schneier Nathan. No, Schneier Nathan, you better do it. Lili Nishmas' mother. My only regret was that we didn't call Peretz Chaim Levine to set up an MDY stand at the event. I didn't even realize when I was doing it. First, there was a picture, there's a sign in a, in a store that Peretz Chaim Levine put in. Then the Chassid, Peretz Chaim Levine. And here again, Peretz Chaim Levine. Unbelievable. Looking forward to seeing you in person next month at MDY when I stay at your neighbor, Shamshi Shlafrak, Mayor Kovacs, since Beitza Yishkoyach Reb Mayor. We'll recognize you from the picture, I guess. Hey, Rebbe, I don't have words. Thank you for transforming my life. Signed off like this. Moshe Greenhut, a chassid from Muncie. I used to learn a few hours a day, but as life became hectic and narrowed down to an hour, then a few minutes, and even less. But since my father and a few of my brothers listened to Yashir, I joined the ride as well. Now it's my wife's best 45 minutes of her day when I'm busy with the Yashir. Same is with my day. Anyhow, Kainem and Gil's into the thing, and to spread the rhetoric even more, we just learned that a communal facility belongs to all members. There's a famous joke on this matter. Someone came into Litzvah Shul, he wanted a cup of coffee, so he asked someone if he can get one. At the coffee deal, I can't grant you permission, says the guy. Since it's mom and Tzibur, you'll have to gather the whole Tzibur. 
and it should be a chalois of a tzibur, and then you can ask everyone at once. He went over to Hasidah Shul, he asked someone if he can get a cup of coffee. Sure, I don't care, it's mom and tzibur anyway, the chassid answered. Have a wonderful day, your Talmud, Moshe Greenot, a chassid from Monsich. Five Askel, Roish Hakuhul of McKilnitz, Staten Island. Rabbi, huh? Rabbi Mechi Oberlander. You know him? Nachman knows you. Maybe he's in Miami Boys Choir. I doubt it. Dear Belly, the words, the world's connection to Torah. I'm not sure if you remember me. I was about Tfila Keshenafshi, attached picture. Here he is, about Tfila Keshenafshi. I, I didn't show, you didn't show. Here, here. Okay, that's better. After coming to Yeshiva and Keshenafshi, suddenly you handed out business cards. He's not so doing. <laughs> business cards. Ask people to recruit anyone they see. And I took a card for you, from you. And in my mind, I had that it's an awesome titler blaz, a pointer. Yeah, that's how you say pointer? Titler. Titler. Yeah, but titler. T I T L E R, blaz. I never heard that word. Huh? Tatala means. Really? Tatalan, okay. Like a tata. Kick it on chimish. Shagat. Okay, to be able to follow you in my Gemara, make a long story short, I've been using it. And I came back to Israel a week later for the stolen Rebbe's son's wedding. And on the plane, I sat there doing the daf and catching up. M- near me sat a person with his sister after finishing my fifth daf. You hear this? He learned at least five daf. I got up to take a little break. Deserves it. When I came back, the guy asked me who I was. What were you watching? What are you doing? I explained to him. Amount of people. You have connected to Torah. He right away responded, OMG. I was at a big rabbi and he was telling me to continue my, continue my growth in Judaism. I should start doing the daf. I figured when I get back, I'll think about it. I have no idea what it's all about. I want to hear all about it. Told him, I'll give you a gift that I personally got from Rebelli himself. And it means a lot to me. I've been using it as my point every day. But on this point, he has everything that it takes to sign up and watch every day the dot. With a smile, I had it in the card. I, and he told me, no, he can't take it. So I'm using it. I said, no, that's exactly what the card is for. It'd be my pleasure to give him as long as he signs up and learns daily. I told him about the Gemara and was sent to him. He signs up. He's very excited. I was great spending showers with you. It looked more and more. You told me in person you have targeted all the ADD and all the ADHD dysfunctional learners and you figured out a way how to get them to learn. This month's koilul, huh? The koilul is sponsored that may always be able to support Torah and may the Torah protect us from any harm. The Masechta is sponsored. By Pini Taub, Staten Island, 81, Hatzlacha, for United Hill campaign for Amudim and Chizuk to all victims of abuse. By the way, we got sad news that Aaron Kessler's wife, we had a lot of sponsors for her. What was it? The, uh, the Masechta and the, the month, many months. His wife Miriam was Nifteres from the same Achla that my mother had, Loyalenu. It's a terrible, the, the pancreatic is Neurevayim. Iron Kessler should have an Achama. Bezer Shalom, give him a call. The MDY Toronto Chabura sponsors today in honor of Rebelli's 50th birthday. It doesn't end. Pasha doesn't end. What do they have for me? I know, I want to give you something special, meaningful for your birthday. Jonathan. So, here you go, my friend. Yom Hu Red Dead, Rabbi Stefanski. Oh, pizza time. Thank you for always shouting out pizza time. But I know you love it. 
<laughs> That's a good gift. But not as good, not as good as getting another guy to the shear. Maybe you could get the guy from Pizza Time to join. That would be unbelievable. Okay. I don't think so. MDY turned the Khabur in honor of Rebelli's 50th birthday, wishing Kadina Atzlacha. Thank you for all that you do. Then the Parnas Hachoydish of the Art, Yoshi, is sponsored by Anonymous from Lake with his Chos for his nieces, Shiduchim. Rabbi Sai, we are going to print on Mesechtis Nazar. We still don't have a good sponsor for Mesechtis Nazar. So if you're interested, the Arts will Gemaras that bring people to Torah, be in touch. We're holding on Dafim Ches Aleph. In the middle of the Mishnah, we were discussing different, there's two types of properties. There's a property that's oily bubble. Oily bubble means it's sort of like Hefker. It's not owned by anybody in particular. It's more of a communal property. It's like Hefker. Hefker. You come, benefit from it. Nobody, nobody can tell you not to use it, yes to use it. Then you have something like a Beis HaMerchatz, Beis HaBad, a Shul, Locally, it was bought with people's money, so everybody has a piece in it. And we're holding five lines from the top of Munches. I'm going to tell you what the Gemara says right away. It seems like, if you look at the words right before, it says, And then it says, It seems like it's a continuation, but it's not. It's a trick. If a person is Mudar Hanov from his friend. And his friend is Mudar Hanov from him. They both can't benefit from each other, but they want to go Davin and Shul. What do they do? Oh, I forgot to tell you here. Let me just tell you the questions of today. When is it possible, Rabbi Isai? Think about this, it's a riddle. When is it possible to write down a piece of property on a document? You just write it down. I want to give it to X, Y, Z. By just writing it down in my house, it transfers over to that other person without giving it to him, without aiding, without anything. Just writing it down. Maybe aid them, I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Just writing. How could you transfer something to somebody else? Just by writing it down. Huh? Anybody? You know? You learned the sugya? Anybody learn the sugya? Shkid Mara. No, you don't have to write. You say. It's Amir. Amir But I'm saying, writing it down, you write it down. Okay, I hear. Now, if somebody is mother enough from his own father, we had the story of Bishayron. You want your father to be able to come to the chasana. You feel terrible of what you did. It was an old fight. Your mother and enough. What do you do? You want him to come to the chasana. What is the eight? And when we have Kenya Sudar, we know what Kenya Sudar is by a chasin, or the chasin lifts up a, a handkerchief. What if the chasin wants to keep that Sudar? He decides he doesn't want to give it back. Does it ruin the Kenyan? We'll see different things. Says the Mishnah. This reminded me about this question because here's the answer to the question. If you just write over your shear in the shul, you have a certain shear, you own one thousandth of the shul, because there's a thousand, um, what's the word? Uh, members, thank you. A thousand members. You're one of the thousand members. So you give over to the Nasi. Nasi, the head of Klai Yisrael. You just write it to him. It doesn't matter whether you write it to the Nasi or you even write it to an individual. All you need to do is write it over. And if you write over your shear to the Nasi, now it's no longer your shear, you, you're not a member anymore. Now the Nasi took over 
your chelak, and the person that's mudanah from you is allowed to come into shul. Now he should do the same thing to you. You have a big fight, you both want to go, so the, the guy in arbitration, they say, listen, what you do is both of you give it to the nasi, and then both of you can come to shul. So where's the nafkimina if you write to, to review the anasi or you write to individual? If you write it, says the Mishnah, not like I said before. If you write it to the nasi, you don't have to do any kinyan, nothing. But if you you still have to make some sort of kinyan. The Ram points out here that we were talking the other day, yesterday, that according to the philosophy of Yaakov, when you have a shul that's not divisible, you can't be mechalak a shul, you can't break it up into pieces, you need all thousand people, all the members. <coughs> Says Rabbi Lozabi Yaakov, yesh breira. You could go into the shul whenever you want, and you claim the time that I'm going to shul. That's my shear that I'm using. Nothing to do with you, I'm not using your chalik in the shul. I'm not benefiting from you. And what did we passing yesterday? Like Rabbi Lozabi Yaakov. So then why is the Mishnah over here saying that this doesn't work? Halacha, this Mishnah is not going like Yerubel Zabi It's not going according to Halacha, says the Ran. However, the Ran says we have a very big problem. Because the Rambam, who paskins like Yerubel Zabi like the Gemara over here, he says first in this sugya, and he also paskins like this Mishnah. So it's a contradiction, Lachaira, and the Rambam knows that it's a contradiction. So different Rishonim say different answers. I just loved the Lashon of the Ran. That he says all the way at the end that it's like it's like smack in the middle of the page. He says, How could I give over a star that says I owe you hundred dollars to two separate people? That's what he's doing. He's splitting hairs here. He's saying that the Allah is like Rabbi Yaakov. And at the same time, he's saying that Allah is like our Mishnah, that you have to give away your shear in the shul. You have to give it over to the Nasi. You can't just walk into the shul and, and say, Yesh Breira, like we pass it like your blessing of Yaakov. How does he do that? Okay? So on the Ramam. We have to, there's different answers. Different Rishonim say different things. Chacham say, no, it's not good enough to just write down to the Nasi that you want to give him your shear in the shul. When it comes to the Nasi, we use the, the Nasi as a good marshal. Who's the Nasi? A Nasi is a person who's not going to get you back. If you give him your shear, you know you can be relaxed that he's not going to turn around and say, oh, by the way, your mother had off from me. He's not going to do that. The one person that you can rely on is the Nasi. Your other friends in Shul, you never know. They might get upset at you and they might knock you out. I once read, many years ago, I was like 15, 16 years old, I read it a few times, Chazara, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, Gishmak a book. And he says there that a manager said, there are many people in the factory that understand the machines a lot better than I do. But I understand the people better than they do. And therefore, he's the manager, they're not the manager. The Nasi, he understands the people, he understands how it works, he doesn't just get upset and, oh, it doesn't work like that. Fine. I always had the Shiloh then. What's the between 
that book and a, and a Musar book. It was basically the same ideas, the same. He talks about doing Cheshben and Nefesh. Huh? Right. He says, do Cheshben and Nefesh. He says, be nice to others. Da, da, da. All the stuff. All. And then I realized that, yeah, the, the saying very similar things, but he was talking in more of a, um, a selfish thing, selfish way. How could I gain from this? How could I, if I'm nice to so-and-so, he'll be nice back to me and I, I, could, I can manipulate him and I can do this. Blah, blah, blah. The Torah says you should be nice to the other for the sake of being nice to other people, not for your sake. Okay. And the Ran says, what? Yeah. I just want to say the Ran says here, there's a very big chiddush according to Chachamim. According to but according to Chachamim, the Chiddush would be that you're permitted to give your shear in the shul to the Nasi even though you continue davening in that shul. It looks, like a, it looks like a joke. It looks like hairama. It looks like trickery. I'm giving my shear over just to enable me to daven in the shul. Nevertheless, you're allowed to daven in the shul. It's not considered hairama. It's not considered trickery. Huh? I only said the joke because the chassid wrote it. But it's not for us to repeat. There's certain words that only certain ethnicities could say, and we're not allowed to say it. They're allowed to say the joke, we're not. We're mean, make me you. Yeah. Ah, Shalom Aleichem. I see Alan Gross is there also. Shalom Aleichem. Ask him if he actually comes in every week for Shabbos, or this is, he was joking around. Yeah? No? Okay, something. <laughs> what did you say? I don't know what he said. No, okay. It just seems like it. Zok the Mishnah. We continue in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, Imer, Ein, Anche, Golil, Tzrichim, Lichtoiv. You know what? It's already all over. It, it's done. Every shul is similar. I don't want to say the same thing, but talking about Hasidim. Similar like to a Rebbe, I would imagine. The Rebbe owns the shul. The Rebbe owns, uh, there was a story, uh, one of the, big, the biggest Hasidus, one of the biggest Hasidus, the Rebbe in Eretz Yisrael demanded that they turn over the shul in America and they write it on his name. There's a big fight. And, no? You, you, you Hasidus, you don't know? Okay, fine. But you understand the idea. The idea is that you give it over to the head so there shouldn't be any machlaikisin later on, there shouldn't be any shailas and who's on the amuta and who's on the board and not on the board and who donated the money. It's very, very complicated halachas and sugis in today's shuls because the donors want the shul if something, if the shul breaks up, who gets it, etc. So just give it to the... So that's what Anshi Gol did, exactly that. If you live in the Galil, in Gol, you don't have to write anything over. Their forefathers already anticipated the problems. And he said, everything is owned by the Nasi, Shalma Yisrael. Nobody owns anything in the shul. Says the Gemara, base, we started at a very good place, because the Gemara's question is on where we started. I already explained what the answer is. But if you, you read it, it says, the Merchatz, the Besakneses, and somebody that writes over his shear in the shul to the Nasi, all these are considered something that you mudr hanar from, as the Gemara, my mitzar. But if you write it over to the Nasi, why is that bad? It's good. What it meant to say is umata kanto, umata kanason. In other words, it doesn't, the reading again, nidarim is a hard lashon. It, it, it flows in, a, in one way, but it means something completely different. It means if you're in a fight with your friend, how can you dab it in the shul? 
Now, you could really skip the next six lines. It's really just repeating word for word. I'll just read it really quickly, and you guys could just meet me at Rabbi Yehuda Oimer. They already gave over all their belongings to the Nasi in the Shul. Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Oimer. Anshei Golil Kantronim Hoyu. Kantronim, I have a picture. This is a Kantron. A guy that's always red in the face, always upset. It's easy to get him upset. As I state in the dictionary, it's like a, it's a, it's, it's a word in English also. In, uh, no? Something like that. And uh, Contrary. What? No, cantankerous. Cantankerous. How, how do you know? Oh, because you're looking over it in the art school. It's a famous word. <laughs> He's not cantankerous. Look at this picture. That looks like your Nachum. <laughs> Look what I'm causing. Because of me. That's my fault that he said that. It became the norm. Shabbat with other people like that. Okay. Kantronim are you. You say something to the guy, immediately he puts you in a cherem, he puts you in a nether. You know what happened? There's no minion in shul anymore. Everybody is mudah enough from the other guy. So the, their forefathers said, you know what, we got to do something about it real quickly. Let's just give the entire shul to the Nasi. And like this, our sons that have, have our terrible midas, I'm not upset, they just make me upset, those kind of midas. Everybody can go to shul now. Says the Eliyu Mishnah, the official mission sponsored, that we should all have this chut to never give up, stay positive, and keep going forward. Again, this is something that we learned literally in a Mishnah. I forgot to ask the Belzer. I really want to ask the Belzer. Where else in Shas do you have two Mishnahis so close to each other that are repetitive? By the way, that just reminded me that I got a few emails that Nazar Daf Mem Gimel or whatever is the shortest Daf in Shas. Great. But if you look at what I said, I said a Daf that has Omid Aleph and Omid Beis. This is, that was the shortest daf that we had two days ago. Nazar only has Omid Aleph. And in Babakam also, there's another daf that only has Omid Aleph. Might be shorter. Fine. Akaponim. This is literally word for word for what we just learned in Daf Mim Gimel less than five days ago. You're in a fight with your friend and he doesn't have what to eat. I have a picture. Here you have an Oni and you have an Oshir. So what you do is the Oshir wants to feed the Ani, but the problem is the usher cannot give anything to the Ani. They're in a fight. They, he was mudahana from him. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes the guy keeps on knocking on his door at one o'clock in the morning and he says, you know what? Don't ever come back here. I'm mudahana from you. You're mudahana from me. Get out of here. Don't ever come back. But now, huh? I don't know what it is. What? Who? Boris. We're, we're, we're American. We don't know these things. Talk in English. We're, we're talking about Trump, Trump, Biden. We don't know Boris. I don't know what Boris looks like. Even if you show me a picture? No, it's a from guy. He has Tchelis tucked in his pants. He's just... <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say pants. What, what's the word? Trousers. No, no, we're not playing into that. Pants. 
Continue. I had a tie, I had a tie, and Yoshi this morning was too late already. He should have done some tchelis for the guy. He has a yamaka. Look, he has a little tiny. Tine. If you look closely, he has a yamaka. Let's see if I can zoom in on here. Uh, oops, I probably run. Here, you see, he has a yamaka. Could you see? Yeah. Okay. So all he does is usher. He gives the money to Yossi Klein. And Yossi Klein gives it to the guy. That's that's Mercedes. You know when we had this halacha also, you have two people, three people walking in the desert. One of them doesn't have food. You give it to the second guy. The second guy gives it to the third guy. I call Mercedes. That's great. But we want to say a bigger chiddush here. You give it to a third party. And then the third party gives it to the second guy to the Ani and he could eat. Now the famous story, we had the story, I said the story a few times during the Masechta, maybe a couple of times. The person was in a big fight with his own father. Happens. Unfortunately, happens. And he was marrying off a grandchild. He felt really bad. Yeah, I remember during COVID, you all remember, you go to Chasana, one of the saddest things is that the father couldn't come to the Chasana. He's a little bit older, in his 60s, 70s, and he couldn't go. You know, the mask, the whole thing, is too dangerous for them. Remember those chasanas? It's unbelievable. And then somebody would get up at the chuppah a number of times. I'm here instead of my father. I'm making a bracha instead of him. The whole thing. You remember? Am I the only one at one of these chasanas? I was like that. Here he is. The father can't come to the chasana for his own fault. He put his father in a cherim, in, in, in a nether. Or his father put... So what does he do? I'm giving you the entire meal. All the catering is yours, my friend. And I'm doing this, Ella, only, I'm doing it so that my father could come here. It's not my food anymore. It's your food. You're the third party. And that's why I'm giving it to you. Omar, The guy was annoyed. Saying... What are you going to play trickery with Takonas Chazal? You're going to play trickery with the Torah? You made a nether. It's a nether. You don't, don't play games here with your father, for your father. And if you're so serious that it's mine 100%, I'm taking your entire Suda. I'm making it Hegdish. You yourself can't even come to your own wedding. What? I gave it to you so you should make it hegdish. I gave it to you so my father comes to chasana. You did it for a trick so that you could invite your father. And, and the Avera should be on my head. Roishoy in third party. He didn't want to say that the Avera is on his head. Roishi, Roishoy, same idea. There's many stories, but the one that pops out, Rabbi Gedalia Nadal, the, the famous Talmud of Chazanish, who was a contractor, but a very, very big Talmud Chacham. If somebody ever did that trick, you go to the Kotel and you, you don't want to rip your shirt, now luckily you have to rip your shirt, if you weren't there 30 days. He says, oh, could you, here, here's a thing, a, a shekel, now my shirt becomes yours. Okay. And the guy goes, Kriya? Now Rabbi Gedalia Nadal says, okay, it's my, you just ripped my shirt. Pay up. You make the guy pay for it. To show him, it's not, you can't trick around. There's no tricks. Oh, you're going to do a thing and it's not your shirt. It is your shirt. By comments, you're allowed to do it. Certain places, you're allowed to do it. But don't, you can't just do tricks. So the guy says, if you're going to do, huh? There's no trick by comments. Yeah. Buys the shirt. What point is it buying the shirt? No. Oh. 
I don't know. Whatever the story is. Fine. Different story. Next story. Yeah. It's not my... Uh, uh, uh. I don't know what the story is. Okay, fine. You're right. Not a good story. We have to figure it out. We're missing one little Nakuda. Yeah, I think so. He made wine. He was, I think he was... I think he was. First, you know, there's a guest that just walked in. We'll say Shalom Aleichem to him, then we'll say the Shalom to the rest. Shalom, what's your name? From Shmuel Khan, from Baltimore. Who are you with? Shalom Aleichem. Ah, just come, come on in. We have a tzaddik over here. Just moved to Ramah B'Chamesh. What's your name? Lifting? Lifting. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to Ramah B'Chamesh. Who else? What's your name, tzaddik? All the way then. Oshi Cohen. I know a guy like that from Avremi. Yeah, that's exactly what he says every day. He's one of the big guys here. Or up there in the booth. Okay. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome, welcome. You're also good in computers and that kind of stuff? Not as good as Avremi. Okay. Welcome to all the other guests. I don't know who you are, where you are, but okay. Shalom Aleichem. Next. So we're back to the Mishnah. Amazing. Because you don't have the right to be Magdish, the guy says straight out, I'm only giving you my whole chas and a meal so that my father can come to the wedding. Not so that you should make it Hegdish. So since you don't have, if you don't have the right, if somebody doesn't have a right for a minute to make something Hegdish, then it's not, then it's not a good Matana. Now we all know, on Sukkot, you, you don't have an esrig, you take somebody's esrig, I said this 20 times, the shul right next door, the Prussian, they have literally 60 esrigim, all types, all shapes, they work on it, the whole shul works on it for days upon days, they go to every part of days, they check and they buy and they, they marak and, and then you go, you say, the guy gives you all the boxes and you go like this. So how does it work? What if, during the Matana Manas Lahachzer, I decide I want to make it Hegdish. You can't do that. I can't take all of this and make it Hegdish. So if I can't make it Hegdish, then it's not a real Matana. And if it's not a real Matana, then I, I, didn't, I didn't shake a S-ring. The answer is that you could make it Hegdish, a temporary Hegdish, theoretically. In other words, it is your gift 100% for that five minutes that you're shaking. You just can't do a permanent Hegdish, but you can do a little bit of Hegdish, whatever that means. Whereas over here, I didn't give it to you at all. Not even for a millisecond. It's never yours. Not even for a millisecond. I gave it to you for one reason, one reason only. That my father should be able to come to my own wedding because we're in a fight. So then, that doesn't work. That's what the Ran says. Says the Gemara. Maisa We start off the mission saying that there's a way. Here, if you're a guest, I'll show you the... Uh, you didn't see this. This, is a, this was drawn just for today. Literally, brand new art. The two, the, 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 the wealthy guy and the poor guy were today. That's Yossi Klein. Oh. So, <laughs> the, the poor guy cannot benefit from the rich guy because they have a nether between the, the two of them. So the way to do it is to give everything you have to Yossi Klein and Yossi Klein gives it to the poor guy and everything is great. And then the Mishnah says, well, you know what? There's a story just like that because instead of a poor guy and a rich guy, it's a father and a son. And what the guy did is he said, I'm giving the entire wedding to Yossi Klein, to the guy with the strimal. And that doesn't work. So it's a stira. It's like you're bringing me a story to contradict what you said to start off with. Says the Gemara, what the Mishnah meant to say is as follows. 
that if the whole reason that he gave it, well, this is also but we'll explain. Over here, since we keep, over here he says in his words, he said, what, what, what is his words? Ella, whatever the words are, let me see. Um, he says those words. I'm giving it to you on one condition so my father could come. That's no good. If he doesn't say anything, if the guy would have, and here's the answer to one of the questions in the beginning of this year. How do you, let your fa- how do you make your father come to the chasana when you have a, a nether on him? What you do is, you give the entire wedding to your friend, but you keep your mouth closed. You say, I'm giving you, Mendy, my entire wedding. Here. Okay. That's it. I gave it to him. And now, my father can come to the wedding. But if I tell him, I say, Mendy, the reason why I'm giving you my whole wedding, all 400 meals, times how much does it cost today? I don't know, 200 shekel a portion, $100 minimum. I'm only doing it because I want my father to come. That's, that's no good. You can't say before anything. Where the, the end shows the, the, the intention in the beginning. So it's a little confusing, this Gemara, if you don't have this chart. If you have this chart, it's very, very posh. There's two, Lushayna says the, the, the Gemara, there's two languages here. And two things that Rava might have said, it's, but they're both all the same. In other words, like this. The difference between two things is, is a period. You see there's a period on the bottom one? A period. There's a way to say, in Gemara language, I'm giving you this wedding and the story. Period. By the way, I would like my father to come. I'm asking you nicely, let my father come. The top one, the red, which is no good, he says, I'm stipulating. I'm giving it to you only on one condition that my father can come. If my father can't come, it's not yours. The second one is, it's more subtle. It's yours 100% Mendy. You can take it. I want you to have it. But I'm asking you, do me a toy, you know, by the way, we're in a big fight. I'd like my father to come. Rava says, that's okay. And then Rava says, according to another shita, that's not okay. Okay? That's it. That's the, that's the whole thing here. Just when I read it in the beginning, I didn't have all the words. So it was a little bit, I added what he really said. I'm giving you everything. Only on condition. That's no good. But if he says, Take it. And it doesn't say the word Elah. And then he says, It could be in one breath. It's as if he put a period there. We have it in many other sugyas where a guy says, here are 400 uh, zuz on condition that you marry so-and-so. You take the 400 zuz and you go bye-bye. And you don't have to marry because it's like a stop in, in the lotion. Okay. So over here, let's see it inside. On condition. Stipulate. But if he says the second lotion, it's all yours, but I'm asking you nicely. Then it's okay. But the other Lashon says, Rav said, Don't say that this is different between the top and the bottom. Even the green is also awesome. 
Even if he says, I'm asking you nicely, please let my father come to eat. Also, still also. My time. Again, since it's so obvious that nobody in the right mind gives away an entire wedding to somebody else. And besides, there's other svaras. You want your father to eat from your suda, not the other guy's suda. What about if I gave it, I didn't say a word? Then it works. What if I didn't say a word? And then five minutes later I said, by the way, the whole reason I did it is so that you could, hint, hint, invite my father. So Duran says, it's too late. You can't undo what you did. You did it in the right way. It's a good, it's a good, can you and your father come? The Rambam argues. The Rambam says, once you open your mouth, doesn't matter when. Three days later, you open your mouth, you explain why you did it, you ruin everything. We just turned to the Rambam Chesam, the sponsored by Yanko the official MDYMSP, and the Schuss being able to support, leaving a tire in the finish shots with the rebellion. Huh? You can you can invite somebody to, to somebody else's wedding. It's not you. The, the guy himself should invite his father. He's not allowed to benefit from him. It's you're not allowed to benefit. If somebody is mudah, no, you can't even walk into his front yard. Certainly, you can't eat his food. Oh, Gabriel. bro, Check this out. Stam. There's a guy, a son, Maisa True story. A guy found out his son is a Ghana. What does he do? He steals flax from people. That's what he does. He said, you know what? You're out of my, my will. He took him out. What if your son does tshuva? Your grandson does tshuva and he becomes a big Talmud Chacham. You don't want him to benefit from your millions that you have. You're going to give all your money to your other child. Famous Maisa. This... Uh, uh, Chiloni lady in Tel Aviv was complaining to her neighbor. She said, it's crazy. Not only are my two sons bali tshuva, but now my third one is starting to get into it. So the lady looks at her and says, did you check your mezuzahs? <laughs> <laughs> so she, th- this, this kid is, uh, we, we actually learned that you're not allowed to, it's awesome when we're learning the Hilchas Yerusha. It's awesome if you have a son that's a little bit off, you don't take him out of the will. Why? Because you never know what, what the future generations hold. So now you just hurt your future generations. And that's what, that's what we're telling this guy here. Okay, so he's a shtickle robber. He has a little bit of a, he's a klepto a little bit. No, no. But the, you're going you're gonna to take away Yerusha from your grandson? Maybe he's a big Talmud Chacham. So the guy hears, he says, oh, you're right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give 50% of my millions. I'm going to give, I have 20 million Yerusha. 10 million goes to the son, the bad guy, the robber. But only on condition that he gives it to his, his son if he becomes a Tamil Chacham. And if he doesn't become a Tamil Chacham, it goes back to my other son. In other words, the robber gets zero. He has no way to use this money. He's just holding on to it for the future generation. If that actually happens, like you're saying, okay, I want my grandson to, have, to benefit. My, what's Allah in such a case? I'm raping the this is an amazing halacha. I'm telling you, you acquire this object, but only for one purpose only. Not for you to benefit from that object, but to move it on to somebody else. That's not considered acquiring. That's not a kinyan. This son, the robber, for him to get hold on to $10 million, but he can't do anything. He can't buy a nice Lamborghini. Only one thing, he can hold on to it and pass it on to the next generation. That's not a good Kenyan. 
Nachman Omar, Kani, it does work. The ha sudra kenia menas laachnisu. The way a sudra works, you have a moicher and a kaina, right? So here we have a MDY sudra, the official. Here I have actually a picture. This is, you see that 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 thing. It says Kenyan sudra. Here's a chassan with the white yarmulke. He is like the moicher. The moicher, the guy selling, he has to lift up this sudra thing. And just by him lifting it up, he transfers whatever he has to the other party. It's like chalipin a little bit. It doesn't really have to be the buyer's suder. It could be anybody's. By a wedding, the Rav takes out his own yarmulke, handkerchief, whatever, and the chasin goes like this. How does it work? By you going like this, you tr- you, you're mashabed yourself. Now you're chayiv to your wife, X, Y, Z. I could take all my belongings in a warehouse and move them over to your property without actually moving without doing anything, just by lifting this up. So the Gemara says, Sudra, look, in this picture, the Chassan, is he going to keep that thing that says Kenyan Sudra? Absolutely not. That costs 100 shekel to make. It's like a film bag, right? It's not, it's not cheap. He's not gonna, not, they don't give one of those to every Chassan. They give it to him, he goes like this, and a second later he gives it back. So, isn't that the same thing by us? The kid acquired a million dollars. He doesn't keep it. He, he moves it on to somebody else. Says Gemara, Omar Ravashi, you're wrong for two reasons. Who says that if the chassan decides to keep that talus bag thingy, he can't. Of course he could. It's just not nice. It's the norm to give it back to the caterer. And if the Rav takes off his yarmulke from under his hat and he, gives you, he goes like this, and you hop his yarmulke and you walk away, he can't, he can't sue you. Too bad. It's just normal to give it back to him. You made a mistake, he says. The way the Sudr works, the Kenyan happens this moment, this second. But what about our case? When the kid is maybe two years old. And if he becomes a Talmud Chacham when he's 20, then he gets the $10 million. That's in 18 years from now. What happened? In 18 years from now, where's the Kenyan? There is no Kenyan. The Kenyan happened in 2022. Ooh, what, what year is it? Yeah, 22. You want to make a Kenyan later on, in 40, 2040. What, there's no Kenyan then. The Ran goes in, there's a what about if there's a star that lasts all the way to 2040? So you do have a Kenyan. The Ran says, no, but the guy's dead. The father died already. I need a Kenyan that works where the Meicher, the guy giving over the property, he's alive, and the king is there. Sudr works on the spot. The Chassan and the Kala works right then and there. This is for later on. Only you have to wait until he becomes the Chacham. But that didn't happen yet. Then it's too late. Fine. What about our story in the Mishnah? The guy wants his father to come to the wedding. He says, take my entire wedding. But why? On condition that my father could come. I'm giving it over right away. It moves immediately. By the way, Rav Nachman, the Ran just says real quickly, Rav Nachman is going to hold that it's Mi'achshav. And before we were saying that, oh, this Kenyan is Chal in 18 years from now, Rav Nachman is going to hold, no, 
It's Chal right now. It starts now. And it finishes in 18 years. Okay. So the Gemara answers. There's two ways he used to answer this question of Nachman. You could see that there's Haram over here. This trickery going on here. The only reason why he's giving over the meal to his friend is because he wants his father to come here. Masha'enkin, in the case of the, the, the son is a robber, he actually wants his grandson to be Zaycha. So he actually gives him over the $10 million for real, so that he should be able to give it to his grandson. Over here, it's not real. Over here, the only reason he's giving him the, the, the Suda is so that his father could come. Sometimes you would answer, This we have to explain a little bit. It's not so simple. We all know what Vitor is, right? Unless you just started today. Vitor means insignificant amount of ana, like walking into my front yard. It doesn't cost me anything, but since you're mudra ana, you're not allowed to do that. So the, the pshat over here is very simple. What do you see? When it comes to mamanus, if... I walk into your front yard. Do I owe you any money? Just in general. People walk into my front yard all the time and it doesn't cost them a dime. So in Mamanus, when it comes in Hilchas Mamanus, it's zero. But when it comes to Hilchas Nadarim, it's a big no-no. You cannot walk into my front yard if you're Muda'ana for me. So what do you see? Neder is stronger and more severe than Maman. Maman, you can walk into my front yard, I can't do anything about it. But if you're mudan over me, you can. Oh, uh, what? So in other words, exactly, there's no vitor, and so it's more, so it's more severe because there's no vitor, there's no severe. It's more severe. That's a domer afilu vitor also be mudan up. So So therefore, there's no kni almanas lahaknois when it comes to neder. I'm just trying to prove that neder is worse than mamanus. You're right. In all of the Torah, there's a concept called take this money for, for you, take the $10 million, don't touch it, don't use it, move it over to the next generation. That works. It doesn't work when it comes to a neder. When I want my father to come into my wedding, it doesn't work. Why? Because neder is more severe than the mominus. That's all the Gemara is saying here. It says it in a funny way. You need the round to tell you what it means. Tanan. Anytime you give, we, we learned in the Mishnah. If it's a matana that's not strong enough that you can make it hegdish, it's not a matana. What does it come to include? Doesn't come to say that it's also to give $10 million to your son so you should give it to your grandchild? Let's just look real quickly. Remember, there was a way... To say there was a havamin or one lash in a rava that if I say it nicely, here's my whole meal. By the way, please let my father come to the wedding. So rava in the beginning we thought said, one lashon says, he could come to the wedding. The second lashon says, he cannot come to the wedding. So it means all matanis, even like this, you cannot come to the wedding. Rabbi say, hajun hajun have a wonderful day.